My favorite part right here when white folks come back and find out ex niggas done stole it. This is a message to the black man in America from Elijah Muhammad, the messenger of a lot to whom praise is due forever. It ain't a rhyme, it's a lyrical sages letter. I got a mind and it's ticking like a time bomb, hitting every nigga in the head with Islam. And I'm kicking backs to the blacks in the projects. Yo, I got a sword in my hand for the rednecks. Damn the KKK. Your cross burning peck of woods wearing a hood. Yo, we don't play. Go get your buddies and your white sheets fixed with a badge and a gun. 25 cars deep, son. The only weapon that I carry is the truth about the government's plot to destroy black youth. The devil is the Mac using you to kill a black brother in the dope game, slinging cocaine and crack. But if you're too damn blind, deaf, and dumb to understand where I'm coming from, with a M-E-S-S-A-G-E to the black man, A-N-D, his enemy. The color man is the other man who took the brother man from the motherland, got him fighting one another and took our names from us. And our language plus lost the religion, the cult to the god of us, the enemy. Yo, he had to deceive us with a blind man, blue-eyed beggar with Jesus. To make us permanent slaves, but Lazarus must be raised up to bust and plus to crush the devil. Who put us all in a fine mess, gave us a fake god and fed us wine flesh. You made us call you master, you bastard, put us in your church and gave us your pastor. Saying we shall overcome, but none overcame, ain't a damn thing changed and you still got a slave name. Your brain is trained in the pain of a sick man. Begging a rich man, sinking like quicksand. Cause Babylon the great is falling and calling us all in. But you don't want to get involved in America's evil. Wake your way your life and separate from the goddamn white man. Damn, Uncle Sam better know as the color man. Read the final call, fall of America. And I will save up as a ride with the plan from God himself. Call message to the black man.
justice, equality and independence to all African descendants who came here in the year 1555 and lost 600 million lives on a ship from Africa to North America. Study the man's character, then listen to the messenger, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Drop the supreme wisdom, atomic bomb, but you ridiculed and rejected him. Very few of you niggas accepted him. You love to argue, but hate to listen. You condemn the Muslims, but you ain't a Christian. Well, what is a Christian? One who is Christ-like, not one that eats the pig and smokes the pipe, right? Adulterous, fornicators and hypocrites saying God's a ghost who had sex with an innocent white woman, but Jesus is black. So why the hell are you waiting for a white man to come back? Look inside the book of Revelations, hard chapter one, giving a description of the true and living black God. Damn, Uncle Sam, better known as the colored man. Read the final call, fall of America, and I will say death has arrived with the plan from God Himself. Call message to the black man. Assalamu alaikum family. Can y'all hear me and see me? Let me know if y'all can hear me and see me. All right. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, I bear witness there is no God but Allah, who we believe came in the person of Master Far Muhammad. And I thank him for raising up the living and exalted Christ, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And I thank those two for leaving and I missed a divine warning guide and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. It's in their three names. I would like to greet you with the greeting words of peace again. We said in the Arabic language of Assalamu alaikum. Uh, <clears throat> yesterday, I wanted to... Um, but last night, I think we've been on this thing, man, since March. I don't know if this is if this is month nine, eight. I don't know, but I wanted to um, get people on just to just to talk about what the power call has done for them. What has the minister done for them? How has you know the teachings after you know hearing it every morning? How has it helped them grow? So I would like to hear from y'all today, if y'all don't mind you know, coming on camera and just sharing your testimony of, you know, being on and watching a power call. But so I want to do something before we get to that, if y'all don't mind. I woke up this morning and I realized that my mother passed a year ago today. And I thought it was the 17th, but I woke up and was reminded that it was the 15th because I saw a post about it on Facebook. So I would like to share a video um, that we made or that I made. Uh, I don't know how long ago it was. Just so that y'all can, uh, you know, just to honor, you know, my mom, man, because without her, man, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be no me. 
you know, probably definitely wouldn't be no power call, you know, because I'd probably be, I don't know where I'd be, but, you know, um, I don't know how many of y'all saw that video, but I'm going to share that today uh, in the beginning. It's about 25 minutes. And then uh, at the end, I would like to just get some feedback um, about the power call. Okay? So, let's, uh, let's, let's run it. My name, my name is Brother Ben X. This particular episode will be about Mama A, which is my mother who picked me up from prison uh, after 10 days old. So this process is going to be about her being my foundation and my rock. Mama, Mama, you know I, love you. I thank Allah for your birth mother. And I thank Allah for your real mother, Mother Adrienne. Miss Rose used to always tell me, you're not going to ever have your own kids because you wasn't put here to have your own kids. You always got one on your hip, one holding your hand, the other one pulling on your clothes. So you're put here to take care of other people's kids. So I've been raising kids since I was 12. His biological mom is my first cousin. So I was always telling my cousin about his older sister, give me that baby, let me take care of this baby. And then she said, well, once you write your cousin and she's in jail again, once you write her, maybe she'll let you have this baby. So I wrote her and she agreed. She gave birth to him. They took her back to prison. I drove from Urban to Galveston and picked him up. My creativity, I believe, started with just my upbringing. I'm born in prison, and so as I analyze the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan talk about how we're shaped and molded in the womb, we can feel what the mother feel, we can feel what the mother's thinking. Uh, my mom being, you know, with me being born in prison, I'm sure she had thoughts about not being confined, not being controlled, not liking to be in an area where you know you're you're uh, oppressed, and so when I thought about like entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship was something I never kind of like feared or doubted. Like I always believed like I could do that. I never wanted to have a job. I never wanted to be going to school every day because it just felt like control. I wanted to be free. I wanted to do whatever God put on my heart, and I feel like that was instilled in me through what maybe my mom was feeling. I was known at South Oak Cliff High School for selling candy and eyelashes. He was doing hair, eyelashes, the candy, the drinks. My mother was my first supporter, my first funder, my first uh, bank. She used to go buy me bulk candy, honey buns, hot Cheetos, things of that nature, and I would flip it for a dollar at school, and that's how I was able to make money. Um, so she would teach me about, you know, hey, this costs thirty-six dollars. Uh, you know, the money that you made, you, you re-up, put that back into your product. We can go back to Sam's and continue to flip. So I sold Gatorades, uh, Big Texas, uh, Snickers, all kind of stuff at school. So I was known for that. I got my first camera around 2010 because that's when I started my YouTube channel uh, around 2010 and. We got that because I just wanted to film my basketball game. So before I even joined the nation, I always I, I already had the mindset of do for self. 
he did one, I think it was um, some kind of video thing he recorded where he was on the news, but he wasn't in the news, and it was something like an accident and something happened to Ben Kwan, like he had got killed or something, and everybody started calling my phone, and I'm like, why are y'all calling me? Ain't nothing wrong with Ben, he's sitting right next to me. But he had it on his movie thing. Did you, you remember that one? When people was calling here talking about what happened to Ben and some said somebody said Ben got killed in a car accident but he was on Channel 5 News. He put himself in Channel 5 News is what he did. He was just playing and everybody kept calling him like, ain't nothing wrong with Ben, he's sitting right next to me. For me, having 21 biological brothers and sisters and I never really got a chance to interact with them growing up. And so with me having, uh, being the only child, having 21 biological brothers and sisters, I had to create sisters. I had to create brothers in my mind. So that's where the skits would come from, where I would interview myself, I would interact with myself in the videos. No, no, do I have a brother? I'm just saying, because somebody just came in here with a shirt off saying they, 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 they my brother and they look just like me. And another one, he was doing Simonite where I worked with my friend and she was like, when did Ben go to the White House? He just walking up and down the sidewalk at the White House. I said, Ben ain't never been to no White House. And that was her first interaction with him. She was like, this boy gonna be something. And I come to work the next day. I said, okay, I need your help. He wants to do his own business. As I got older, I had a business called DFW Fly Distributors. I need to get some flyers together so we can create him a business. And that's how he started his first business when he was, he was 13. And this was basically a business where I would pass out flyers for different businesses and business cards and things of that nature and charge at that time five cents per flyer. She got this idea from listening to someone else who had a similar business in another state. So I end up implementing that business. And he would have this one guy that would give him like $500 every weekend to pass out his flyers. But I was the one passing out the flyers in the sun. Him and his dad were sitting in the gym playing basketball. Of course, at that age, I was heavy into basketball. So I had AAU games, I'm traveling. And man, when I had AAU games on certain weekends, she would be the one out there passing out my flyers along with my uncle and my best friend, Boogie. She came up with the idea. She would print out the flyers at her job, bring me the flyers for me to go advertise myself. So I would go door to door to different businesses, letting them know, hey, we DFW fly distributors. We gonna pass out your flyers in DFW. And she would be the one that would uh, do that whenever I was busy. So I was kind of like a entrepreneur business owner uh, back in middle school. Then from there, he went to me and my, one of my best friends created him some flyers. And from there, he went into the flyers, made him get a job. That's when he was working at Starlight. I'm like, everybody quit there. They worked there two or three weeks and they quit. Oh, I can handle it. So he worked there, then he quit. Then he went to FedEx. Then he quit for FedEx. And it was just YouTube, social media, from there, I'm getting money, I'm getting money. Nah, for real, 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 nah, for real. I keep it on, I keep it on. Nah, for real, 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 nah, for real. Just got a new road, just got a
entrepreneurship spirit started from her because I really, I just wanted to help her. Um, she did so much for me. Anything that I wanted, anything that I needed, as far as cameras, uh, tripods, laptops, I can always go to my mom for that and she would support that. So I always wanted to see her have some type of freedom. She was always at work when she came home from work. No matter what was going on in the family, she would always cook. She would always make sure the house clean. I mean, just did her job. And she never had a chance to do things for herself. Um, she means everything to me. You know, show me different rooms that I needed to know as a young lady. We can call you no matter what time it is, no matter the day it is. Um, I know you're gonna always push through for us. Kind, giving, you know, always welcoming spirit. You know, you make people feel like they have this special bond with you. And I, I definitely feel like I have a special bond with you. Hardest working women I've ever known. And I just want to say congratulations, Amy. You deserve it. Thank you, everybody, for showing up today. As y'all know, somebody got spirit to be. She did, but she did. Man, I just knew somebody was gonna spill the beans. Matter of fact, uh, my mom all throughout that week had been asking my dad what we got going on. When Tay called and asked her what was her favorite colors. Uh, first, she asked her what's her favorite color. And then it took me, Ben, tell your mom to go get her hair fixed. Then we had to tell her to get her hair done. He said, you got your hair fixed? I said, no, I'm sitting around here looking like Buckley's sister. Go get your hair done. For what? We having a company thing and I just want you to meet the people in the company. Okay. So the whole week, about two or three days, did you call them people to fix your hair? No. When you gonna do it? I don't know. So what y'all got going on? My baby keeps saying he gonna retire me. He been saying that for a couple of years. I was supposed to get my pink slip seven years ago. Ain't nothing going on. I said, okay. And then she just knew like over the years, this is something I've been wanting to do. So uh, the beans actually was being spilled already because of everything that was happening. But my uncle Carl is the one who spilled it. I found it at the end. Everybody thought it was my granny. It wasn't my granny, it was my uncle Carl. But then my brother-in-law texted me. At the end, he said that he ended up texting her, congratulations on your retirement. I said, thank you, but I ain't retired yet. Because he had thought I had already did it and he didn't know what was going on. So this is why when you're trying to plan a surprise, make sure double check everybody involved, even their husbands and even their wives know what's going on. So it was actually my uncle Carl who spilled the beans. But at any rate, man, I still uh, enjoyed it. I think she was still surprised uh, I don't think she knew everybody was going to be there. So just to see her uh, there smiling and everybody there celebrating and to hear everybody's testimonials about her and how she's impacted them still was a blacktastic event, even though she kind of knew what was about to happen. I, I don't, didn't know what being through Pee Wee football and everything. I'm proud of you. And, I'm, and I'm more proud of you for your mom. And they'll do anything but any one of us at any given time. I'm proud of my kids, for me, my kids, business, and everything you've ever done. You are a wonderful person with a good heart. 
Amazing uh, and most importantly, relieving for me to be able to do this for my mom. Uh, many don't know I was born in prison, and she was uh, my biological. She is my biological mother's cousin, so um, she don't have any biological children. Uh, but I look at myself as her biological child because she sacrificed her life to make sure that I had everything that I wanted. It was beautiful for me because I have tweets where I was talking about like wanting to do this for her since I was like in like middle school. It's something I've always wanted to do because uh, she, she's never had a time where, you know, somebody provided for her. She was always like providing for everybody else. My dad ended up getting his leg uh, amputated um, and you know, he was getting his check from, you know, Social Security, or whatever, but it wasn't enough to pretty much cover the bills. So she never was able to like just be 100% in her role of being a help me or, you know, doing something around the house. Like it always had to include working and she had to worry about that and think about that while raising me to be who I am. So to be able to retire her and see her you know, take a jet for the first time, go to Puerto Rico for the first time, go out of town not to watch me play basketball or for work, but go relax, you know what I mean? Uh, if it's go on the beach, you know, I think that was her first time, like really being able to relax on the beach. Uh, anytime she had to spend money, it was always for somebody else, me, my dad, my niece. Uh, now, you know, she could put, have some money in her pocket, go live, you know, go eat, go do something. And just to see her smile and do that, man, was was amazing. I'm, I'm grateful that I was able to do that before she transitioned uh, because it was, it's was it been a long goal, a long time goal of mine. Everybody that I work with knew that that's what Brother Ben wanted to do was at least uh, retire his mom. So the, the fact that I was able to do that was amazing. She said, I'm going to take care of you. You know, I love you to the moon and back and I'm gonna take care of you to my last breath. And that was so deep because as I think about, you know, what happened, it was past her last breath. A few days after my mother transitioned, I received a call from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I heard about her and she took you from the time you were a baby and raised you till the moment of her passing. Is that true? Yes, sir. Then I know how you feel, brother. 
and I know the pain. And I'm calling you because how you handle this is the biggest trial of your young and precious life. What did she pass from? Um, it was a. They diagnosed her with MSD, so she had a rare blood disorder, and so she got infection in her blood, and then they said that she was bleeding because her blood pressure was dropping, and but they couldn't find out where she was bleeding from. So when she had surgery and they went in to look, they still couldn't see where she was bleeding from. When he was going through cancer, he had a, he, was he in school? No. How um, is... Three years cancer free on his birthday is when I rang the bell on June 6, 2018. So I have two birthdays. So I rang my cancer free bell on his birthday, but I never let him see me. I had to put him out one day and make him go to the hood, as he called it, and leave. And when he came back, it looked like the house was a tornado. I was looking for that gun. I said, where's that gun? I took it with me. I said, Why? I said, because I was going to shoot myself in the head. I knew you was going to do something. That's why I took it with me. You know, that chemo is no joke. Well, how, how was Ben in that moment? He never did because I, I never showed it. He never seen it. So he didn't. Mm -mm. I didn't, I didn't show anything. He knew that you had cancer though? Mm -hmm. And how, how did that, how was he then? Oh, he was sending me all kind of videos and oracles that the ministers say you should be doing this and how to eat to live and do that and this year cure that. And I had all kind of videos he had sent me. What's the guy that used to do that juice? The one that died, what was his name? Dick George? Yeah. He used to send me all of that. Oh, the doctor said Do this, and then another guy that was telling him how they cured cancer. He was sending me all kind of stuff. We beat it. Congratulations. I you get that. When I made it to the hospital that day for my mom's surgery, I didn't expect that that's the last time I'll see her breathing. When I first got to the hospital, me and my wife were walking in and my mom is laying on her hospital bed and basically she had just got her vitals checked. She seems normal. She's in some pain, but she's still herself telling jokes. But she says something towards the end before she's taken out for surgery. She says, I've ran my race. I recall my wife saying, don't say that. Don't say that. She says, I've ran my race. I'm confused. I'm thinking this is just my mama being my mama, always saying something crazy. But in reality, in this form, she ran a race. As she's being wheeled out of this particular room to go into surgery, I'm looking behind her as she's being wheeled off and she raises her right hand in a manner as if she was saying farewell. And when she gets out of surgery, my dad goes back to see her. My uncles go back to see her. You know, family members go back to see her. Now it's time for me and my niece to go see her. My niece goes in first. She's in the room. 
I go in the room. When I go in the room and I see her on these tubes, breathing through this tube, you know, it's it's kind of hard to see. She's not conscious at this time. I'm not in the room more than five minutes. Something goes wrong. I see the nurses rushing into the room. They're rolling this little thing in as if something is wrong. So they're asking us to kind of move out of the room. I'm not even knowing my mom is flatlining. I'm standing outside of the room now and I'm seeing them pump on her chest. They pump it on the chest, I guess trying to revive her back. I don't want to see it. So I step around the door. And as I step around the door, I'm sitting here like, man, I know my mama not about to die. I, I just know this is not happening right now. As I go back and kind of peek in, because again, I don't like seeing this. All I see is my mom's body just jumping up and down because they're trying to revive her. She's just moving and she's like lifeless as they're pumping on her chest. When I saw that, I fell to the ground and started crying. The next thing I hear is my dad say, y'all can stop, y'all can stop. Let her go in peace, let her go in peace. And that was it. Mama was gone. I knew this day would one day come, but I never thought it would come. Later I found out that she came and picked me up at the age of 28 as a baby. Later I realized she returned to Allah at my age of 28. As I look at it, hindsight 2020 after the business uh, fell out and she had to go back and get a job temporarily, man, it was like, as I'm even thinking about it now, it was all in God's plan because if she did not go back and have to get a job at State Farm, she wouldn't have had the life insurance that she uh, eventually gave to me after she transitioned. So if, if she would have stayed retired with our company, she wouldn't have had that life insurance, you know? So State Farm was able to offer that due to the, the short period of time that she had to go back due to transitioning in business. So everything, uh, I mean, that's the only God that can, that, can, that can put something like that together. Her last breath was the way that I was able to get money in a, in a time where I was like at my darkness. I'm talking about we making millions of dollars a month, um, and then the company comes crashing down, not because of something that I did, but because, I mean, I'm taking a hit because I'm one of the founders of the company. And I got less than $3,000 in my bank account at the time because the money that I brought in from my program went to a past program or a company that I was with that I ended up having to leave. And um, all of my people that follow me technically already got my program. So me trying to relaunch it was hard and difficult because technically they already got it. I'm covering two households. Um, at the time, well, I'm still covering two households. So that was a part of the reason why I had less than $3,000 in the bank account. So it's not that I'm not making money, it's that my money is having to go because of the responsibilities that I have. And uh, the fact that all of her insurance, no matter what, was just me. Like it wasn't my dad, it wasn't like my brothers, like it was just me. That's, that's, that's the, I was the beneficiary. Um, obviously because she knows that other people are going to pull on me as well, I, I, I assume, but um, that literally was the, what saved me and of course making a good investment with the money. Um, so once I got that money, I was able to put it in an investment 
And what's funny is the brother that I invested with this program, I had been seeing him talk about this program for years. But around this time, right before she passed, I said to myself, man, I want to stop depending on sales. I'm never going to stop sales. I'm always going to teach people how to grow their business online. I love that. That's the root of like how I was able to free myself. But I didn't want to keep depending on that for bills. So I said, I need some passive income. Soon as I find out about this program, I start, well, not find out about it, I, I, I give it some attention. I say, okay, I'm gonna do it. This happens. So I put in the 2,500 that I had. I end up finding out that I got more life insurance money from her than I thought I would. I say, man, I'm gonna dump it all in there, what I got to lose, uh, and it saved my life, man. It, it's, it's literally been what has been able to help me pay all the bills that I have cover the multiple households that I have to cover and it's all passive income due to this program so we'll get into the program on the next episode but literally her passing she still is it was able to take care of me and help me and save me even after her uh returning to God so yeah you're not laying your mother to rest because she has returned to him who created her and sent her into this world for the specific purpose of nurturing you for his glory. So uh, that's uh, that's that, and and I and I had a I had a song made as well. I, I had paid to get a song made because uh, I was tired of listening to everybody else's sad song. Uh, so this is a song that I got made.
She found relief whenever she retired Her actions spoke louder than words My foundation is because of her The smallest things always added up We could run to her with open arms Had my back no matter what There's nothing like a mother's love Gone but never forgotten The best thing to ever happen to me Is now an angel in the sky And I'll miss her more with Hey, you know, mom's got their back regardless. For sure. I could be dead wrong. Y'all go ride. Right. Yes, we're going to ride with them. <laughs> but we're going to tell them they're wrong, but we're still going to ride with them. Correct. We're going to let them know. Correct. No, I'm Correct. good. All right. Well, thank you, Mama Adrian. I appreciate you. And I will talk to you later. Okay. Okay. So don't forget if people need somebody to talk to or anything, just, hey, shoot them my number. Yes, ma'am. Y'all call Mama A. She'll talk to you. Yes, ma'am. I got okay. you. I don't have a license, but I think that was my calling. There you go. Hey, that life experience. That's the life. Oh, yeah. That's good. But I'll be on the call tomorrow. I'm just going to be not on my laptop. I'm going to be on my phone. Okay. Sounds good. So Y'all see me on phone, so I'll just be riding. Yes, ma'am. All right. Okay. Safe travels. All right, sweetie. You take okay. care, okay? Yes, ma'am. Again, Bye-bye. and again, you're the greatest, okay? Thank you. Likewise. You're welcome, baby. Yes, ma'am. Bye-bye. Bye. So that was, uh, <clears throat> that was, um, Sean sent me this maybe uh, three days ago, I never seen that video. And it was uh, it was when she, uh, she was being interviewed and she was working for the company and he was asking her for feedback and things of that nature. And, uh, you know, and a part of that, she was like, man, you know, one day, you know, I'm gonna be my son's assistant or an assistant to his assistant. And then I saw she said that part right there at the end. So that's it, man. Um, I just wanted to share that this morning um, because, you know, without her, man, I, shh, 
I really don't know um, where I would be. So, yeah. So we can get into the to the other part now. Uh, pressing number one, if you have uh, f- just feedback about the power call or something of that nature. Um, the power call topic today is called "What Has the Power Call Done for Me," uh, and it's just just can be about the power call, something that the you know your growth over this time hearing the minister or anything else um, as well. So let me get the camera off of me for now. <laughs> All right, let's start off with uh let's start with uh let me see who's up. Let's start with uh Sister Tamora. My bad, maybe I got it to where. Well, yeah, y'all should be able to unmute yourselves. Yes, sir. Um, so I absolutely love the power call. Um, it has taught me so much. Um, it started off with the uh Ramadan <laughs> prayer line where we was reading the Holy Quran together. And it turned into a power call. But I want to be thankful for the connections I made with the power call as well. Um, Tons of brothers and sisters that I've connected with. But also, um, I connected more with Brother Ben. And I'm going to be honest in this moment. You know, our relationship hasn't been the greatest. Because um, I prejudged him unjustly. And... I apologize to him, but he has been the greatest big little brother ever in the whole wide world, the greatest coach, so much so that he pushed me out into the front. And um, I started my own podcast and it just launched this past Monday. And if it wasn't for him pushing me, constantly pushing me for almost a year um, and not allowing me to have excuses because I would come up with excuses <laughs> and he never stopped asking to launch your podcast. So if it wasn't for him in the power car, I don't think I would be able to start that podcast. And I just want to say thank you, brother Ben, for all of your hard work, for being a big little brother and for pushing me in the right direction um, and being a, being a coach for all of us um, and leading us in the right direction. So it was a lot working through you to start this power call, and it was a lot working through you to help me start my podcast. So I'm thankful and I'm grateful um, for everything that you've done. And I love you and your family. And um, may Allah continue to bless you in all your endeavors. Assalamualaikum. Walaikum salam. Thank you. <clears throat> Sister Shalon. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm trying to recover from from knowing what today is for you. It, it it touched my heart tremendously. This power call has brought me so much closer to God, so much closer to Allah. Through the messages, the little clips, you being the clip God that you are. 
the messages that come from the minister and the others that you have played as well. This power call has enhanced my ability to speak even more freely where once I did not have a voice because I lost it. The power call has continued to give me courage to be able to not allow anyone or anything to cross my boundary boundaries. I was able to establish boundaries through the power call. It brought me sisters and brothers, as Sister Tamora said, it brought me sisters that I speak to outside of the power call that we just laugh and have a good time with. I have a sisterhood now. It placed you, <laughs> Brother Bid, in my life even deeper. Who brought me, who brings me, you bring me so much balance and you don't even really know it. But I'm blessed by every word that you speak. Every, I know Allah speaks through you and it resonates so deeply with me. So I thank you, I thank Allah for you and it has definitely increased my faith. So this power call has done wonders for me. There's so much more I can say, but I won't go any further, but this power call is everything. I was not getting up in the mornings like this. When it was six o'clock, I'm like, Jesus, when it back when it started with the Ramadan and then it went to eight o'clock, but I, my my body just will not let me sleep past 7.40 something. Cause after prayer, I'm back down at times. But my body automatically wakes up because I look so forward to this power call. Thank you for creating this. Thank you for the amazing job that you do with this every morning. I look forward to it. I thank you for it. It's a blessing to myself, my family, because it has changed me. Changing me changed and helped my family. So I appreciate you and I thank you. Praise be to Allah. Thank you. Sister Melva. Did your mother transition on this day rather than? Yes, ma'am. You know, I never knew what it was like to have a mother. I grew up with my dad and my sibling. My mom died before I turned three, so I never knew her. And so many relatives came to my bed and wanted us when he kept us together. And I know I need to get over this. I've just not been able to. (laughs) 
you know, growing up around so many men. My father, he worked up the females just like we were men. We worked the fields and um, <clears throat> plant and plant the garden and harvest the vegetables. Killed all the vegetables. Killed all the animals. Well, we didn't, my sisters and I, we didn't do that. My brothers did that, but we had to preserve all of that, you know. We just worked. We just worked. And so when I hear in the nation, when it says work, when you're down and out work, I'm so tired. You know? I'm so tired. Working, it working. So all the time, the work is not necessarily external because I work and work. <clears throat> My father helped me to get land. <clears throat> I paid on the land for nine years. And then I built a house, <clears throat> all praise me to Allah. The same year, the company that I worked for went up for sale. That same month, it went up for sale. <clears throat> I was told I didn't have a job, but I went on and built the house, all praise me to Allah. <clears throat> so I had the house. But it was empty because there was no one to share it. I didn't have anyone in my life. So everything was putting the cart before the horse. You know, I didn't think I'd live past my 30s. Just didn't think I'd live. You know? um, and my, my older sister, she's forever telling me, get over it. Get up, get over it. She's, she's not living inside of me. So I wouldn't want to ever tell anybody to get over what they're going through. Because I'm not inside of him, not inside of me. No, what darkness I've had to face. You know, and my sisters, they said, I have studied your life. The very one that told me to get over it, she told me a year or so, she said, I've studied your life. And in studying your life, I knew there had to be a God because they saw me go through so many 
melt them. Melt them after melt them. <laughs> and they didn't know what I was going through and I couldn't communicate what I was seeing or going through. <laughs> And my baby sister, she said, no matter what you went through, you always bounce right back up. <clears throat> Put on the power call. I realized that. There's still so much down inside of me that needed to come out. Balance. Whatever that means, balance. I've never had anyone to truly love me and it's been hard to love myself to know God is to know the self and to know the self is to know God <clears throat> and when I feel like I think I've made that connection <clears throat> I feel totally <laughs> unraveled <laughs> <clears throat> it's just really, really difficult. And to know that you lost your mother today. <gasps> just hurts my heart. I don't know what You know, when I had my first meltdown on the inner planes, with deep within me, I was told, do not watch television. Do not watch television. I didn't know what that meant. But for the most part, most of my life after that, I didn't watch television. I didn't know what they meant when they said, it's a program, it's a program. I didn't understand. And so I stopped watching television. I'd visit a family member. <clears throat> You know, if they were watching television, I was just amazed at what was on the television. Because I had stopped watching television many, many years before. So anyway, I feel I've taken so much time from other people who want to share. But the main thing is balance and um, 
I've had material things. I've had sports cars. I've had a house built from the ground up. You know, I've had things. But love, I'm not a for someone to truly see me and to love me for me. No. No. I had that, you know. Except maybe my baby sister, maybe my siblings, I don't know. So, anyway. I thank you for the sisters that I have met. I'm sorry sometimes I don't really know. I know if anybody truly loves me, I can feel it in my heart today for others. But I don't know if others truly love me. Anyway. My heart goes out to you, Brother Ben. Because he puts me in touch with the loss of my mother. Salam. <clears throat> Thank you, Sister Melba. Brother Daniel. Yes, sir, my beloved. <laughs> I wish to us. I'm 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 honored to uh, come behind such a deep expression and sentiments of compassion and love, and how our sister was able to relate her personal life and pain to uh, yours. And really, I'm feeling a great um, pain on the call. Immediately, I began to feel a great pain in my heart shock and a heaviness. And I, too, am quite uh, teared up. But I must say, when I hear the words of the Messiah, and how he said how your great mother was used by the God to nourish you so that you would become a helper, of his, and these are not his exact words, but this is what I got it from what he said. Brother, the power calls are so powerful because I study a lot and I have put this in part of my daily studies because it's greatly worthy of such. Because we sit and we listen to the words of the Messiah. Then I hear one of the helpers can hear a phrase, a topic, a word, and immediately in his mind comes up a specific teaching through a video that relates directly to what has been espoused. That's love. That's a helper. That's a mind that I see that Allah has made in fashion through your mother where you can draw off of all types of wisdom from the Messiah and share it with the community. That's invaluable. 
I learned something yesterday about Dale Carnegie. I had this story not so correct. And I thank you for sharing the actual account of how, how that came about. So I'm constantly learning. And I want to say that I don't care how much we read and study. You're going to miss a lot. You're not going to know unless you listen to the fellow believers that our law is working through that can help round us, balance us, improve us, correct us. I love correction. And when I listen to the power call, I receive so much wisdom from the Father and the fellow students that expound on what they hear. There's always a growing inspiration. There's always something that I learn when I come out of the power calls. I'm honored, great brother, to be allowed. Brother Coach Khan inviting me in. And I've heard you on many podcasts, many, many. I listen to you quite frequently. But to really see how your mind is being used by God, where you are able to draw off of the Messiah specific messages. This means you love. This means you listen. This means you desire to be in tune. And this means you desire to feed the fellow believer. So I know something of your mother through you, great brother. And as the minister said, your mother lives on because what Allah used her to do to nourish and cultivate you for this work is invaluable. So my heart is heavy because I can feel the pain. Literally. There are many on this line that are in pain. My heart shock was really heavy. But also I feel joy because of what Allah produced from pain, which we are taught is the mother of creativity. I'll share one thing real quick. When my mother passed in 2007, I was in great pain. I was begging to God for something. Please give me something. This is my mother. And what he did for me in that prayer, I was on my way to the mosque. It was October 7th, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's born day, Savior's Day. And I was told, don't go to the mosque today. And I stayed with my mother, and I saw my mother take her last breath on October 7th. But what he did for me was, you will not grieve over the passing of your mother. Because I took her to me on the same day that the Savior was born. And I can't grieve to this moment. Because every time I think about the passing of my mother, I think about the birth of the Savior and the great, 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 great work and blessing that I received through his son, the Honorable Minister was Farrakhan. So love you, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. Man, you're a real love. You're a true believer. And in this hour, this dark hour, it's nothing like fellowship with those who you know love the God, the exalted Christ, and the Messiah. May Allah bless us and, and comfort us in this heavy call. Assalamu <clears throat> Thank you, Brother Daniel. Brother Marcus, 
<clears throat> yes, sir. Uh, Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Um, I just want to say, uh, Brother Ben, Brother Ben X. Yes, sir. May Allah be pleased with your mother. May Allah be pleased with your mother. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, sir. I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Because I'm uh, currently on this, uh, on the iPad because my audio, I was on my phone last time and the audio, I don't know what happened. But um, may Allah be pleased with your mother. My prayers are with everybody who uh, have lost a mother recently or in the past. Uh, to both you, Brother Ben, and to his sister, Melva Claudine, and anybody who needs to hear, I would like to read Surah 112, The Unity. It's four verses. Uh, this is one of the surahs that I nursed on. It's the surah that can help in all situations. It's uh, only four verses, and it begins like this. It's called the unity. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, say, he Allah is one. Allah is he on whom all depend. He begets not nor is he begotten and none is like him and that concludes that particular surah uh i know very well what it's like you know to lose family members i lost so many over the years and uh it's 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 never a nice fun experience my mother transition this year on February the 2nd and it was completely unexpected and extremely traumatic because we were under the impression that she was going to come out of there and she was just getting a checkup you know it was oh my god and so after that you know I was my mind was blown I had all these questions I was praying to Allah. I was like, why? 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 I was mad too. And so Surah 112 came to mind. It kept popping up. And so I nursed on it and I uh, began um, to study deeper. And uh, I was like, my life began a transition. And part of the transition was this power call. I don't know how or where or what happened, but I started getting a text. It started in a text that I would get every morning, early in the morning. I'm in California, so it was like, it was early. And it would say, uh, it had a link. It was from Brother Ben and it had a link that to go to Zoom and to listen to the minister. And so especially during that time frame, I always listen to the minister, but... This year, uh, everything has just been so amplified. And so Brother Ben's power call has been definitely beneficial, you know. And so I logged into that and 
every morning. I, I listen to it and um, get that extra feta or energy that came from it. And um, that evolved into what we have today, which is this uh, this platform that we're on. And so um, definitely this power call has helped me and it'll help anybody. You know, anytime the original man and woman engage in truth on any level is always a plus. You know, it's a benefit on all levels, soul, mind and spirit. You know, you, you just can't go wrong. And then after the power call, we engage in high conversation. So we're not up here, you know, talking sports and foolishness. And, oh, did you hear about uh, 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 Dan Unrested, uh, Pete Diddy and all this? No, we're on that high science. So thank you, Brother Ben. And again, may Allah be pleased with your mom and, and to my dear sister, uh, Melva. Um, Everybody nurse on Sarah 112. Nurse on Sarah 112 because we're still here. Our mother, our father, our relative may be gone, but we're still here. And like I was telling our local minister yesterday when I was speaking to him on the phone, we were talking about my mom for a quick second. I was updating him on my situation. And I said, yeah, my mom's gone, but, you know, we got to, we can't allow the sadness to take us over. We have to pick up the torch, pick up the, 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 the mantle, pick it all up and keep marching forward because this is what she would want us to do. So we have to do it. We have to do it 10 times, 100 times stronger than ever before. So thank you very much. Uh, appreciate it. And I'm trying to, uh, you know, condone myself because I did become teary-eyed when I was watching the video and listening to the sister and just thinking over the whole thing because uh, it, it is and it can be very triggering. So thank you very much. And like always, love you guys. As-salamu alaykum. Alaykum salam. <clears throat> Sister Randisha. As-salamu alaykum family. Um, what has the power call done for me? Um, you know, starting off the month of Ramadan when we read together. Um, you know, it started off with 13 of us during the month of Ramadan. And then we slowly began to increase in numbers, just reading the book and breaking down what the Quran meant to us as we went through the chapters, as we read and as we understood and as we built on a brother and a sisterhood for believers and non-believers. Her brother been going out, like Brother Coach Khan said, to get the sisters in the bonnets, to get the brothers that are, um, you know, that are out gang-banging, doing drugs, all of these things. Um, the power call has shown me that I've never been a part of anything that I've been consistent in, besides the mosque. And you show me that consistency, pain is purpose. Like, I never even knew that I was an admin, to be honest. But you see something in me to bring me aboard to help you with the mission as you being a savior. As the minister said when you was um, in the audience, where is Brother Ben? You know, I never even knew a Brother Ben. 
like never seen anything on Instagram, never nothing. And then boom, the telegram, the um the Holy Quran reading. And then it was, hey, what y'all think about the power call? It wasn't never, this is what I think. It was always asking for someone else's input. And I think that you got that from your mother because as I listened to her and as I'm, I was a little teary-eyed, um, you know, but she showed you and installed in you value. And you show those on a power call how you deal with people because this is not an easy work, you know. Even when your wife was giving birth, you were still making sure that the power call was up and running. Even when sometimes you probably don't go to sleep until late at night, you still make sure that the power call is up and running. And when you call, we try to make sure that, you know, that we're able to assist in any capacity that we can. But the sacrifices is real when people just think that, you know, it's all good when you come on. Like right now, you're making this free for everyone like people don't even know that like yes you want people to pay the 25 dollars, but everything that they have everything that anyone has asked of you you have done it so i just want to say thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of such a great mission and such a great cause and from my heart i don't say i love you but brother Ben, I love you and I thank you for allowing Allah to continue to use you because you're out here doing what people haven't done in years. You're out here speaking to the multitudes via YouTube, via Zoom, via this, via that. You're out here helping those that are really, really in need that you can't touch physically, but you can touch through the word. We have seen people stop smoking weed. We have seen people come on here that wanted to debate, et cetera, et cetera, but come now with clear understanding. You have shown these things. The minister has said this, is that you don't got to go into the, you don't have to go into the crack house. Sometimes the word and the message, you know, this message is all abroad. The prisoners can even hear the power call. So I just wanted to say thank you so much, Brother Ben for everything that you do and the sacrifices that you make from being apart from your family to make sure that these calls happen all the time. As-salamu alaykum. Thank you, Sister Randisha. Brother Chester. Good morning, good morning. Uh, blessings, peace and blessings, family. Uh, man. I guess I don't know where to begin, but I honestly just say uh, you want to come on here, give you your flowers, young brother, uh, for being a spiritual light. Uh, I'm not a part of the Islam family or the Muslim family, but uh, I mean, I'm here seeking knowledge. So I thank you for allowing you to uh, allow me to come onto the platform and feed my spirit, uh, especially last last month, man. Teaching uh, has been very powerful, and uh, it just helping me put my uh, spiritual relationship back in alignment and uh, giving me different new perspectives and just helping me within my own family and my own marriage. Uh, so I want to thank you for that and give you flowers for that. I also want to thank you for, um, I also want to send my condolences, man. I haven't lost a mother or a father. Uh, but that video is very touching, man, very powerful. But one thing I've seen in the midst of that pain was that love abounds, man. And what your mother did was so powerful, man. But just to see 
your journey, man, is more is even more powerful and inspiring. So I want to thank you for that, man. I just want to thank everybody on here that comes on here daily sharing because I'm learning a lot. Uh, again, I kind of been on a uh, sliding back type uh, journey, but this has kind of really been helping me realign myself because I know God got calling on my life. And I had kids that I need to leave. I got a wife that I have to leave. I got people that depend on me. And so I know when I'm in alignment, man, my spirit moves differently. I know when I'm out of alignment. Uh, so I just really wanted to come out here thanking you for this platform. Thank you for your teaching. Thank you for everybody who shares. And uh, just continue to uh, be that light that you are, young brother. Continue to stay steadfast, man. I pray that God will continue to cover you and lead you. That's, and I ain't going to hold too much. That's just, I just wanted to come on and say that, brother. I appreciate it. <clears throat> oh, praise the Duke to Allah. Thank you, brother. Brother Chester. Uh, Brother Horace. Man, I just want to say this power, what had this power call done for me? Brother Ben, this power call have been so much for me, brother, and my family to where the last time I spoke on here, you put me on to having my children homeschool. They're about to start that. You know, me and my wife into the teachings a whole lot more. Uh, I've learned so much, especially rising above my emotions into the thinking of God. I've learned so much from this power call, and I've seen it. Rashida, everybody who be on here, brother Cam. I've learned so much through this power call since Ramadan to where it's like. Uh, here in New Orleans, you know, we have Jumai Mas 46 now. And a brother called this morning and was like, brother, I want you to hold Jumai next week. So, you know, and that's how much the teachers have, you know, just the power call and the teachers have been to me. Brother, I just want to tell you, thank you for everything you do for us and everybody be on this power call. Uh, I try to be on here every morning because my wife be on here every morning. I mean, it has been a hell of an experience. Uh, my condolences to you and sister, blessed sister uh, Melba. Uh, I lost my mother some years ago. I never got over that. I still deal with that, you know. But uh, <clears throat> make a long story short, when I was a kid coming up, uh, my mother used to always tell my father, my father used to be like, man, my son going to be a, a, a Jackie Robbins, the next Jackie Robbins playing baseball. My mother used to always say, man, his job is to help the minister. That's it. And lo and behold, yesterday on social media, I saw a sister post. A sister say, my son's job is to help the minister. Last year, well, earlier this year, when I registered, me and my wife registered in January together. Man, that was a hell of a feeling. Out of everything I ever did for my mother, that was the one thing that I was like, see, I know she proud of. I know she proud of. Every time I click on these power calls, I'd be like, I know she up there like, yeah, get on it. Because sometimes I'd be at work and I'd be moving so fast, the power call been started. But someone just nudge me and be like, brother Ben sent you a message. Yeah. So just thank you, brother. Just thank you. Just thank y'all. Salam alaikum. Well, like salam. Man, I'm so glad to hear about that homeschool too, man. Praise be to Allah. Brother Wallace. As-salamu alaykum. Wa alaykum salam. 
uh, Brother Ben, you've been a big help for me. You led me to Islam, actually. Uh, watch, I'm 25. I've been watching since I was about 17, 18, so I've been with you that long. Um, man, Allah, be pleased with your mother. I'm grateful for you, man. There's certain things I go through. It's like you put stuff right up on time that just hit home for me, man. And I'm grateful for you, man. You're a good brother. I had my first Ramadan. Got on the power call uh, with you. That was my first Ramadan. And uh, I got on every morning. And uh, you helped me, man. You helped me, man. And I just, I just want to say that I really do appreciate you, man. You're a good brother. And uh, keep up the good work. And uh, I'm just I'm just happy that I found truth. And I'm glad that, you know, you really got, you really, you really is a lost vessel, man. Real, real talk, real talk, man. And I appreciate you, uh, everything you've done, man. And you know how much you just helped me just on a daily, man. And, uh, man, hmm. But I just appreciate you, brother, man. And um, keep up, keep keep on doing what you're doing, man. As-salamu alaykum. As-salam. Thank you. I always see you tapped in on on the uh, in the comments too, man. So I definitely appreciate you, brother Jax. As-salamu alaykum, family. Can you hear me good? Yes, sir. All right, all right, all right. Um, man, you know me out of all people. I don't know if y'all know, but this power call didn't help me, man. You know, as I say, this power call uh, put me into action. You know, it stopped me from surface dwelling and surface reading, you know, giving false teachings about something that I'm barely starting to learn, you know. It also gave me an opportunity for growth, everyday growth, you know. It gave me a platform where I can show daily growth, you know, and express myself as well as be corrected by a black man and a black woman, you know, for wrongdoings or wrong sayings and acknowledge for the correct law correct sins and uh, correct doings, you know. It got me out of the house. It got me out of the gutter, into the mosque, into orientation and processing class, you feel me? It got me into a community of listeners and understanding and helpful people. And it got me uh, connected with Coach Khan and that great positive Islamic, you know, it's still my group type of music. So, you know, just, you know, hearing your story and Follow you on Instagram to come into the power call. You feel me? I, I feel it's helped me grow on a day-to-day basis. And I don't know if you know, but... Yeah, um, I don't know if you know, but it's a whole bunch of fake TikToks. They all followed me yesterday and was uh, trying to get me to buy your online um, real estate digital class, but I know they was fake pages, so... But, you know, it's also widened my mind to get to one and uh, know new things and explore different options of maintaining and providing. So, you know, that's so, those are the few things that the power call has been for me. Assalamu alaikum, and I appreciate you. Alaikum salam. Praise be to Allah. Brother Wu. Hey, what's going on, fam? Uh, I'm new to this. I've been here for a little minute, but I always, you know, I just tune in. I just wanted to get on here and say, uh, it's nice to meet you, Ben, Brother Ben. And uh, all praise to, due to, all praise due to Allah. Yes, sir. Likewise, nice to meet you as well, brother. Sister Yolanda. Oh boy, in the name of a lot of the beneficent, the merciful. 
Brother Ben, I really appreciate you. I thank you and I thank the minister for allowing this platform to be available to all. And I thank you for using the virtual platform in a positive manner in which we can connect with our people. Uh, I too lost my mother in November of 2018. So my condolences to you. And I can say I understand to a degree how you feel. Because it, unless you've been through it, nobody can never understand or sympathize with how you feel because it's a total different feeling. Um, I wanted to read something because this is what you display to me. And as I continue to strive to do the same, it's heaven. It's not a place to rest from labor. It is a starting point by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. A Muslim is nothing. He or she is nothing. He or she can achieve nothing, fulfilling nothing without working. And you display a tremendous effort or you do that. If you are poor, if you are rich, continue working. If you are burdened with seemingly unfair responsibilities, work. If you are happy, keep right on working. Idleness gives room for doubt and fears. If disappointments come, work. If your health is threatened, work. When the faith is shaken, work. When the dreams are shattered and hope seems dead, work. Work as if you were in corral. No matter what ails you, work. Work faithfully. Work with faith. Work with your moss. Work with your own. Work is the greatest remedy available for mental and physical afflictions. And I thank you. And I've also thank you for allowing me to come into new sisterhoods. Um, Sister Randisha, shout out to Sister Randisha on your staff. I love you, sis. And may Allah continue to bless you and your family and your children. And they see the work that you're doing. We are Farrakhan, and it will continue on. And also, thank you for creating this safe space. We could be transparent here. What happens in the power call stays in the power call unless we build in relationships with the people that are in the power call. But this is a great, 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 tremendous study guide for myself so that I continue to improve in my growth and development as a Muslim, it has also given me some patience, better understanding. And you make this word and these teachings so applicable to our everyday life by breaking it down and how we communicate and, and, and accepting others' perspective of things. And we can agree to disagree, but nevertheless, we still come to this united front and power call Monday through Friday. I don't care what's going on with me. I'm going to be on this power call. If I'm on the airplane, I'm trying to get the Wi-Fi. I got to get on. And I carry my notes. Notebook with me so I don't miss anything. So I thank you, brother. I thank you. There's not enough thanks and love that I can give to you for what you have deposited into my life. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Thank you, Sister Yolanda. Uh, brother Wesley. Assalamu alaikum family. 
Oh man, all praises due to Allah. You know, as as the names come up, I I get more nervous because this is this is the power card. What has the power card done for me is literally changed my entire life. Um, coming from a state of hanging with the wrong people, doing the wrong things, you know, calling myself playing in the streets and being something totally other than myself. The power call has helped me really get back into who I know I am and who I'm learning more of myself every uh, more every day. Um, I, I've shared multiple times. I share on a power call more than I ever share in real life. Um, this is definitely, as Sister Yolanda said, this is definitely a safe space, you know, where I feel comfortable to be amongst brothers and sisters, regardless of what level and development, level and stage of development that you may be in. Um, just to be around the brothers and sisters from a virtual standpoint, just that energy that transfers has been powerful, powerful for me. I came in uh, right after Ramadan. I believe we were reading um, the first uh, chapter or the first part of Message to the Black Man. And that in itself was um, I opened it for me because I by myself was, you know, listening to lectures and reading on my own. Um, so just to know that there was a space where brothers and sisters was doing what I was already interested in. Um, as I've stated, my, you know, my father's been in the nation since 93. So I've been aware of the, the teachings. I've been aware of the minister. I've been aware of the truth. Um, but to be, I haven't been around the right environment to help um, be conducive to that growth. So I never really allowed that part of myself to grow. I, I buried that version of myself because I didn't see, it didn't fit the world that I was in. Um, so I'll say without the power call, I'll probably still be be lost in the wilderness. You know what I'm saying? And and it's certain things that now, like being able to go to the mosque for the first time, being able to see younger brothers um, and, and they come to me and, and share different things with me and be able to be of inspiration and be able to help them answer questions as well um, to the point where, you know, now I've officially been registered in the nation. So I would have never have thought that this would be the time um, in which I would accept my own and be myself and truly become a, a registered Muslim in the nation of Islam. So I appreciate the power of call so much. I appreciate the brotherhood. I appreciate you, brother, for sure. You're definitely a, a, a beacon of strength because, you know, I can only imagine what goes on behind the scenes, you know. Um, I've, I've been watching you, Brother King Cam, from a distance in a while. You know, I was a part of the different things in the past um, from a distance. So I've seen things take place, never really you know, looked into it to get to understand it, but I can only imagine, you know, the, the turmoil and understand, you know, what, what went through and how you handled it showed me a lot. And I can say with the power call, um, you know, I, I felt like I, I knew I, who I was. I felt like I, I was being a man. I realized now that I was just being a male, but the power call has helped me truly become a man. Um, regardless of my past, I, I don't beat myself up as much as I used to. I don't, um, bite my tongue as much as I used to. I really stand on what I believe. I stand on truth because I know that it's the truth. And the fact that um, I used to devalue myself so much. So to see certain comments and see certain people say things like appreciating the things that I say, you know, all praises due to Allah, because I didn't think that this was ever going to come back out of me. Um, it was a lot of things that I used to say. It's a lot of things that I used to want to comment on, but because of the lifestyle I was living, I knew it wasn't fit for me to speak on them because I wasn't I wasn't living the truth that I knew needed to be shared. So the fact that I'm in a position where I, you know, quit smoking weed literally, um, after seeing Brother Jay, you know, we we found that video and found that uh part where the brother had you know tossed it and things like that. 
I was asking myself, I'm like, at that point I was 32 and I'm like, I'm 32 years old and I'm still a slave to this thing. And I had to, I had to ask myself, because I've, I've been telling myself that I was going to stop, but I've always found some type of justification. But without the power call and seeing the power of the power call, I'm like, okay, what are you doing? And, and, and bearing witness to the fact that there is no God but Allah. And knowing that if I truly am sincere about what I'm doing, being right around the right people in the right environments, there is nothing that Allah cannot bring you through. And if you truly are sincere in that commitment and you continue to keep yourself in the teachings, that's how all of this can really manifest. It's not just taking in the power call, listen to a lecture and go back to doing or living a life fulfilled. Because I was doing that the first time I was on the power call. You know, I would I would come listen to the power call and go right back to to living a life of, of, of foolishness. But when I really, truly um, began to see the effects of other people and then I had to ask myself, what are you doing? You know what you should be doing. And to be able to get to a point where, like I said, now I really know who I am. I, well, I, say I know who I am, but I have a better understanding of who I am. I have a better understanding of what I'm here to do. Um, I was able to make these type of decisions to get myself out of the uh, the burial that I put myself in a further death state. So I appreciate the power call. You know, I, I left everything behind. I left, you know, certain positions. I left so-called friends. I left all types of things. And to be able to know that the power call and being able to to be able to link up with you and be able to help with help with the brothers and sisters that's on the team and being able to help our family here as well has been so much of a relief for me because I actually feel fulfilled in what I do. Um, I know I have a long way to go, but I just know that I'm on the right path because I've seen nothing but blessings in in the decisions that I've made since I, I really came into the nation and really took these these teachings to heart and applied them. And I think that's the biggest thing about the power call for me is the the application because um, I've always listened to lectures, but I wasn't really applying them. And now that I applied them. Um, our student minister says, well, just, just give Islam 90 days and you'll see it change. And it literally changed me in 90 days. I went from just being curious about going to the mosque and I went to the mosque for the first time and then being able to actually be registered and have my mother come to the mosque for the first time, her, her first time ever going to the mosque, even with my parents when they were, were together. She never went to the mosque, even while my father has been in the nation all these years. So to be able to see these type of things, have my daughter be interested in the teachings uh, and, and, and wanting to cover her hair and things like that. It's just so fulfilling. It's so much more I can say. I'm not going to belabor it, but um, like I said, I appreciate you, brother. You're definitely, you know, um, a beacon of light. You're definitely a, a, an example of strength, real strength, brother. And and without what you've been doing, regardless of the age difference, like I said, you're a big brother to me as well. You know what I'm saying? And you definitely got a soldier here with you. Um, for sure, whatever you need, you know, I'm here for you. But I appreciate the family. I appreciate having this opportunity to share and, and all praise is due to Allah for the power call. Yes, sir. All praise is due to Allah. Thank you as always, Brother Wesley. Sister Yasina. Assalamualaikum. This is not the day for you to make people's eyes sleep, Brother Ben. Um, <laughs> my mom passed last year in November and so it for us it was unexpected and for me it was not as devastating as it was for my siblings but then again it was because she and I I with the seizure that I had I lost a lot of memories. So she and I spent 
nearly two years, well, a year and a half, trying to create or creating new memories. And so I'm forever grateful for that. So I tell people on this end, who've lost their mom or they have their mom, be grateful for the memories that you have and be grateful for the opportunity to be able to look back and see how your parents have impacted your lives positively as we're taught don't settle on the best part. We settle on, don't settle on the worst part. We settle on the best part. So I thank a lot for your mom because of your mom and her stepping out on faith and rearing you and giving you the love that you needed. She's produced a wonderful son. The power call for me, I'm like Brother Marcus, I kept getting these dings and these pings on my tablet. And it would be Brother Ben's power call live on Facebook. And I just one morning decided I was going to get on and I haven't stopped getting on. But it's been, for me, a part of my speech therapy because, and a, and a very important part of my spiritual development because I'm still working on speech therapy. So the power call gives me a chance to practice and it gives me a chance to see in, a, in certain areas of my mind, the neurologists say, you're like a blank piece of paper. And at first it was an insult. But then someone, Sister Callie, who used to travel physically with Mother Tynetta, but travels with her spiritually now, she said to me, oh, you're in a beautiful place because it means that Allah gets to write on your mind. So the power call gives me an opportunity to see how Allah is writing on my mind. Because I asked him to, I said, I, wanna, I want to do my job. Whatever my job is, whatever my purpose is, I want to be found doing it. And he led me to the power call. So whatever I get an opportunity to help, share a few words when Allah puts something on my heart, to uplift a sister, to uplift a brother, it's because Allah put it on your heart to start this call. And you've given me a family. I'm in Michigan. I'm by my, I have no biological family here. And sometimes the believers and I are like scattered pearls. But I can come here 
in the morning and I can be with my brothers and sisters from all walks of life, from all walks of faith. And we get to talk on such a spiritual level. So I thank you for that. I thank the believers. I thank everyone on here for remaining consistent and for putting me and inviting me into this safe space where we can all lift one another up. I leave this power call on high because of something Sister Yolanda says, Sister Nani says, Brother Young Khan says, Brother Marcus says, Sister Shalon says, Brother Jack says, it, it's all of you, you feed into my soul. And I'll end on this. Um, in September, on September 19th, 2020, in the believers meeting, Brother Ben, when you stood up to ask the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan kind of question, I won't go into it because it was a believers meeting. But needless to say, I, I think I can share this and I won't get daggers thrown at me. He said that if you stay the course, by the time you are 40, you will have done tremendous things. I think I sent you that transcript. So if you still have it, you just look at it. But he said in that, that through you, he would get all his people. He'd help the Honorable Elijah Muhammad get all of his people. And this power call is just a testament of that. So, and then he said that by your by the time you're 40, you would get something too. But I'll let you go back and if you have the notes to see that for yourself. And you were 26 at that time. I'm not sure we are 29 now. I don't think you've reached 30. But just look at what you've done. Even in what you consider, even in, you know, that other, I won't mention the name of the other group, but even when all of that came tumbling down, it was for a purpose, a greater purpose than you have probably walked into. Sometimes God has to, to tear some things down in order to build something up better for us, especially if we're, stri we're striving to stay the straight path and walk in his divine light. He's got to remove some people and some elements from our circle in order for him to use us and keep us on the path that he's designed for us to go down. So may Allah bless you and may Allah keep you and bless Sister Nani and bless your union and just keep your faith and as the minister said to you, don't be afraid to be persecuted for his name's sake. Assalamualaikum. Walaikum salam. <clears throat> yes, ma'am. Thank you for that reminder. Uh, we have up next. Let me see. I don't know. Let me see. Let me go up. Okay, Sister Khadija. Assalamualaikum. Is it okay if if I pray really quick? Is is that okay? Sure. 
I heard the minister um, say this prayer, and it's a prayer that I say every day. He recommended say it seven times a day, but I probably say it about 50 because I'm challenged by um, anxiety. Um, <clears throat> oh, Allah, I seek your refuge from anxiety and grief. I seek your refuge from the lack of strength and laziness. I seek your refuge from cowardice and niggardliness. I seek your refuge from being overpowered by debt and the oppression of men. Oh Allah, suffice thou us with what is lawful. Keep us away from what is prohibited. And with your grace, make us free from want of what is. Amen. May Allah be pleased with your dear mother. Um, I want to say that, um, I'm, I'm going to put this out there. I, I love being transparent. Um, I heard the minister say I was going through a really tough time in life. And uh, I heard and, and I picked up a coping mechanism that I'm not so proud of. And that coping mechanism was smoking and smoking weed to be specific. And um, I heard the minister say, and I would I would get high listening to the minister. I'm I'm not about to pretend. I was like, oh, it brings me up into even higher consciousness. At least that's what I felt or thought. And I heard the minister say, "It's okay. Come in here high. Come in here high. You're gonna be around a bunch of clean brothers and sisters long enough that you'll 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 naturally stop. You'll naturally stop." And so I was like, you know what? Minister said, keep on coming in that way, you know, keep on. And eventually, you know, being around the brothers and sisters did make me stop. And I want to say that happened through consistency. And what you do here, Brother Ben, on this power call, this powerful call, is you provide people with the opportunity to be consistent, to not only show up here, but when we show up here, we know we are showing up for ourselves. We know that we are showing up for the people around us. We know we are showing up and like sister, sister Yasina said, she said something about writing your mind. You're consistently providing us resources of our ministers, of, our, of, of the great people who came before us to write on our minds and interpret what it is today. And that's what you do here. And it also makes being Muslim fun. You know, and we get to have these discussions and talk about our interpretations of how we translate our understanding of what it currently is. We have agreements, we have disagreements, we laugh together. Um, and the combination of you and Coach Khan, I mean, you know, Last week, I guess it got a bit heated on, on some of the discussions, but it made me laugh so much. And to be able to go back to the recordings, because not every day I'm able to be on here 
um, all the time, but I do catch the recordings and I do enjoy, you know, I was like, I don't know if I should speak on here today, but I was like, you know what? I want, I want him to know that you are being watched. Your voice is recognized. There are sometimes when I'm around my mom and I'll be listening to the recording and she's like, who's that? Brother Ben. And I'm like, okay, she know that voice, <laughs> you know, but it's like, it's like what you do is so important because it gives people a different view of what being Muslim is. It gives, it also provides folks who come from a different place to be surrounded by their own people. Like I'm in an environment where it's about 4%, maybe 10% black, you know what I mean? And so it allows me to be with my people and I get to see the diverse thought of my people and how brilliant everyone is and how even the the invocation of of knowledge that's being sprout out in meeting um in meeting these different just different people of different walks of life and you attract people who come from different walks of life that then allow us to support one another in different ways that we may not have otherwise done um and so i just want to say thank you so much because at the end of the day, us having consistency and at least showing up here allows us also to understand that we can show up for ourselves in other ways, right? To have that because consistency builds discipline and discipline is what gets the results and the results are sustained through that discipline. And so thank you for providing a space and providing a platform for us to constantly seek and to constantly be thinking higher thoughts in an area where we can just learn to be free in different ways and and to be okay with where we are in understanding that we're striving to go higher. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum Thank you for sharing those words. Uh, Mother Nani. Assalamu alaikum family. Um, I apologize. I cannot come on camera. I'm currently feeding my little. Um, but the power call has come, made me come to several different realizations. Um, above all of that, it has helped me to um, gain a new uh, appreciation for my husband. For one, I'm, I know that y'all don't know this, but pre-Ramadan this year, this man would not wake up past 10.30, <laughs> 11 o'clock. I mean, would not wake up. I I was the one struggling to get us up at seven o'clock every day or do something. Um, and now he wakes up before me almost every day, Monday through Friday. And he has pushed me to get up. And even honestly, I'm going to be a little, little transparent here. Y'all know we were just talking about relationships for last week. And I think the week before that as well, um, <laughs> when he and I would be at odds or arguing, I would still log on to the power call. I would just change, <laughs> I would change my name <laughs> because I didn't want him to know I was on here, but I would log on still because I needed it. I needed the, the, the knowledge that, you know, it was being, it was being shared. I needed to, 
you know, just that jolt in the morning that it does for all of us. Um, I learned so much from the teachings for the nation and, you know, me just now joining, um, what, two months ago now? Um, I'm still, I'm still new to this and I'm still learning. And, you know, he provides a lot of, a lot of information, but it has allowed me to see something in him that I didn't know was there. And, you know, he, he believes in the power call and I support him. And even in, even when it, you know, that $4,000 a month bill was uh, so real and he kept it going, even, you know, despite the the sacrifices that needed to be made you know we were in the hospital for two weeks with our son after he was born and he was still checking in on the power calls and I you know I couldn't I had to be with the baby but um to see that type of drive and that type of commitment from my husband to everybody else for me it was it's difficult to to be able to keep going while there's so many other things in life going on um, with the baby, with, you know, just life itself in general. And he pushes through all of that to make sure that our people get what they need. And it's inspiring. It's motivating. It's encouraging for me to want to do that as well. Um, it's, it's, you know, to just not only be in the same household with him, but, you know, when we log on to the power calls, we're not in the same room unless I'm actually, you know, I go up there and I'm on camera with him. But the the women that I work out with every morning, we listen to the power calls while we're working out, literally until it goes off. We're in the garage working out with the power call on the speaker. Um, my son listens to it every morning with me and we learn so much together and so much so that the sisters that I work out with, um, you know, they love things that they hear on the power call and they look forward to it. Like if, if they come over and it's not playing or if I have like in my headphones or something, they ask for it. Like they're, you know, looking forward to it as well. Um, but also this started, like you said, during Ramadan and I, I, <laughs> I haven't as as long as I have not been a part of the nation of Islam and I have been um I have been Hebrew Israelite, I have been Christian. I have never read the Bible in its entirety. And this Ramadan I read the Quran in its entirety um with my husband. And it's it's just so beautiful to see it blossom from that to this and looking forward to doing it all over again next year. It's you know spiritually just it's it's it grows me in ways I didn't know was possible um but I do also want to say that I know that today is the the first year acknowledgement of Mama Adrian not being with us and um y'all also do not know this but I did not want children <laughs> like I, I did not want children like before I met my husband I didn't want to get married I did not want children and for one him coming into my life has changed everything about me and who I am but um with Mama Asia not being here a month after um I I I, I looked at my husband and I told him if, if you if you want a baby I'm ready and now we have our son and I have a hundred percent honestly I have Mama Asia to thank for my baby being here because um, one of the last conversations she and I had was her asking me for a grandbaby. And I told her, no, <laughs> I said, no, 
but um and we laughed about it but you know she wanted one and I I wasn't I felt like I wasn't ready and truth be told you never are ready but you know she made me realize how precious and how beautiful life is and how it should be cherished and how you know you just you 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 have to be able to appreciate the experiences that we have with everyone because although I birthed this baby he does not belong to me although I'm married to that man he does not belong to me I get to experience them and you know a lot decides when it's our time and we just are we have to like I said appreciate and cherish every single moment that we get to experience the people closest to us and the ones that we love and um so just I don't I don't know if y'all know this either but we we decided to name our son Absalom Adrian. So his name is Elijah Adrian X. Um, so this is a beautiful full circle moment. Um, and I'm I'm sad and he didn't get to meet her, but I know that she knows he's here and this is her baby. And um, I appreciate the power call. I appreciate all of the relationships that have been able to been built through. I appreciate my husband's consistency and being able to see a completely different side of him. Y'all, he be waking up. <laughs> he be cutting it close like when I say he tries to get every minute of sleep but he gets up every single time and um, even if he got to push it back he still gets up every single time he is 100% dedicated to you all he's dedicated to us um, he is dedicated to his mission from Allah and it does get challenging because it is a sacrifice um, you know he, he puts his mission first and I support him 100% in that and um, I love you babe and I love all of you as well. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. <clears throat> love you too. <laughs> she got with that coming on in a different name, boy. <laughs> all right, let's see who's next. Uh, Sister Cynthia. Assalamu alaikum, brother. Walaikum salam. Oh, this is my first time getting on a power call. This is my first time going live, period. Wow. But I have to say, this morning I was really feeling bad because today is six years that I lost my husband. But when I heard you this morning, I mean, you helped me so much to to overcome that. And I appreciate that. I've been watching you ever since the BWO. And even when that fell apart, I knew I had to follow you because your young spirit just did something to me. And it sent me, I started listening to a minister. I mean, I've been a Muslim for a while, but I haven't been a practicing Muslim. But since I've been listening to the power call, brother, I have to tell you, you have done a great job on me. <laughs> you and the minister. And I appreciate that. And I must say, for a young brother like you, you have great power. But Allah has really blessed you. And I can just say, keep up the great work. Praise be to Allah. Thank you, Sister Cynthia. Let's go to Sister Lulu. Sister Lulu, still here? All right, let's go to uh, Brother Timothy. Salam alaikum, bro. Walaikum salam. My bad, I my bad, I can't uh, come to the camera. I've been feeling under the weather lately, but 
listening to all these testimonials, man, that, that message is powerful. Uh, in two days, it's going to make two, four months that not only have I joined the power call, but I went to my first mosque. I went to my first Sunday service, and I ain't looked back since. September 9th was my birthday. I came back from the Bahamas. I sat on it for a little while, and I met a brother by the name of Brother Keon. And I think that was through the grace of Allah. Just everything has been popping up in my face for me. And I just want to say that I'm proud of you, bro, to be a part of a community like this. Make me proud to say that, you know, even though I ain't met nobody on here per se, but I'm proud to say that I'm a part of this community, this new community that I also consider my new family. Uh, they asked me, man, how you so inspired? I say, man, brother by the name of Brother Ben, my, my actual blood brother used to listen to you like four years ago, 2018, five years ago, was following you, big, heavy follower of you, Brother 19, and just a couple of other brothers. He even attempted to go down to the mosque and join himself, but he's still a little hot-headed. But he believed in, he believed in being Muslim. He believed in Islam. As well as my father, they, they haven't took the full steps. But his mom said, you take that, you take that path, I'm a you ain't my son. That's what his mama told him. That's my granny told him. So I could see why he went astray a little bit. But I used to get mad and say, since I figured out my true nature, I used to get mad at my mom and my dad and really press the issue, so we say, and be like, why y'all didn't introduce this to me a lot earlier if y'all knew? But, you know, we, it's always on our lives time. So I got it now. And, and my son is currently in the car with me, like I stated uh, a few weeks ago. He in the car with me. He get to hear the, the power call. He get to listen to the minister now due to the power call, which make me listen to the minister off the power call. So it just it just made me proud, bro. It made me do a complete, uh, complete 360 in my life. And like uh, Sister First Lady said, bro, I have troubles getting up at any time. You hear me? Any time I'd be in that bed. Due to, you know, uh, how would I want to pull it? Just straightforward. I'd be high. I'd be drinking. Don't bother me. I was a hothead. I'd be in the street. I was doing things in the street with women that I wasn't supposed to be doing. I was collecting it in different ways, collecting money in different ways that I wasn't supposed to be collecting it. So now that I'm a part of the digital wealth program and, and we put a little bit of money in there, I'm, I'm in this, uh, uh, I'm into like getting into cars and flipping cars and renting out cars and things like that. That's my next thing to make it legit. Uh, I've just been proud of myself for not looking backwards because it's tempting. It'd be tempting sometimes because of the money, but it's going to grow. Everything will grow. And uh, I couldn't get up. My point was I couldn't get up. I didn't see myself getting up at no six in the morning. When I first drove the power car, I'm like six in the morning. Jeez, please, like, but I started doing it. I've just been later a couple a couple of days this week due to feeling bad under the weather. But it's gave me purpose to get up in the morning. It's given me I, I wake up with the most energy at six, seven in the morning sometimes. And I'm like, just where is this coming from? Cause I never used to be the person. And a lot of people that really know me could bear witness to my change. 
I just spoke to one of my, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I, my brother's birthday, one of my close friends, I call it there, a lot of people, my brother, who I really truly, you know, love for real. Um, I seen him yesterday and I ain't seen him in over two years. We fell out. Yesterday was his birthday. I completely forgot it was his birthday, but I texted him because I was close to his house. Like, what you doing? And uh, long story short, I pulled up. He's like, dang, you remember it was my birthday? I'm like, heck no, I didn't remember. But through the grace of Allah, that's what it led me to be. It led us to be right here to rekindle this relationship. And just yesterday, another friend called me. Uh, I fell out with, like I said, I fell out with a lot of people. I was a hothead, this real hot, you know, fighting, doing all type of unnecessary things. But long story short, I rekindled two relationships yesterday uh, due to one friend that has seen my growth, you know, and, and is proud of me. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I'm not out here in the street no more. Uh, I went from bouncing around house to house to house to house to having my own little luxury apartment. You know, I went from getting money these type of ways to getting in a righteous way. I took my first steps to join the mosque. I'm in the process. I wrote, man, these, these Savior's letters. Hey, Brother Ben, these letters ain't no joke. <laughs> I saw, uh, let me let me say this too, and then I'm going to hop off because I don't want to hog up all the time. But this really do mean a lot, listening to everybody. If y'all ever watched Drumline, Nick was bad on that drum. Bop, 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 bop. And then they said, it's time for you to read it. It's time for you to read the music. For y'all that seen Drumline, Nick Cannon, he saw that he had to read the music. And almost, he, he didn't almost, he walked out. Said, man, to heck with this, I'm gone. Man, I got in there, brother Landon X, Moss 27, Los Angeles. It's a good brother. He, he got me on my path. He, he let me know, you're doing good. I was happy when I got my template. Template? Template? Uh, template. I was happy. I already knew what it was. And I opened that thing open. And I saw Elijah Muhammad handwriting, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad's handwriting. And that we had to mimic it like that. Man, I almost cried and walked up. Because I'm not out in LA, in Los Angeles, period. Or I don't even know if it's all around California. But we not. it's not mandatory for us to write in cursive in no way, shape, or form. I also I made a joke. I'm like, I don't know how I passed grade school and I learned how to write cursive, but that just lets you know how far down in the in the educational system we are. So where that type of handwriting isn't uh, mandatory. I almost packed it up. I almost packed it up, but I stayed steadfast and I continue to strive. I accept the challenge. I accept the challenge, like Brother Nipsey say, uh, uh, may Allah be, be be pleased with him. I accept the challenge, man. And I appreciate everybody for sharing and being transparent, not holding back that this isn't about being perfect. It's about striving to be a better Muslim. Um, and that's really it, bro. I'm proud of you, man. And congratulations on every endeavor that you have. And little bro, Elijah, congratulations. Congratulations, congratulations. All praise be to Allah. Assalamu alaikum, bro. Walaikum salam. Praise be to Allah. Uh, Sister Lulu for the second attempt. Okay, I think we got it right this time. There we go. Um, thank you for um, even having this call. I have been coming on the power call since Ramadan. And it wasn't my first Ramadan, but this was the first Ramadan I 
experience with other people. And it was such a great time getting up every day, reading and just, you know, going through the motions of becoming better. Since this call, I will say for myself, it put a battery in my back and it got me up and at it. Um, as I always have been, but I was in a space of stagnation. So it got me back um, jump, jumping. I will say in reference to today, let today be a celebration. And also as a person who is in this world with both parents on their next journey, I will say that the instructions that they give you, you are prepared. You will always hear instructions in the deepest moments where you don't know what to do or how to do the instructions that they left or the little sayings that they would say that made absolutely no sense. It's going to come to you and it's going to start to click and it's going to make sense. And it's going to make you realize just how prepared you are. And sometimes it's going to make you be like, that lady was crazy. I know I say that all the time about my mom, but I realized she was the perfect mom and your mom was the perfect mom. You had the perfect mom for you. She knew everything that you needed in order to get to your next plane. And so today, you know, I thank her for having you. And I thank you for even being here with us. And I thank your wife for sharing um, you with us. And I thank your son for also um, sharing you with us as well. I just want you to continue to grow, grow and go on. And I also want to thank the ladies, the, well, the sisters and bros that I follow on IG and also the ones that speak daily. You guys are well-spoken eloquently spoken everything that you guys say is always just on time and just mandatory period so I just just wanted to hop on and say this I never really speak where I don't speak at all I just always observe but I just want to say much gratitude to everyone that is here and that showed up and I just want to say from the bottom of my heart I am so grateful that I get to be alive right here and right now with all of y'all thank you Praise be to Allah. Thank you. Brother Antone, last one I see is Brother Antone. Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Assalamu All praise be to Allah for you, sir. It was uh, one of my close, close friends who always used to send me uh, clips you would do of the minister. It was one of your um, YouTube pages that got that got shut down a couple years ago. And I done seen you have to restart a couple times, but from hearing the minister from the clips and stuff that you uh, put on YouTube, you know, that, that uh, by the grace of Allah, that guided me to stand up. So you definitely are doing a great work. Continue, continue on and continue on and press through no matter what come your way. You know, just know that Allah, is with those who strive and are dutiful and perform their duties and do the things that please Allah. So I know Allah is with you, brother. Just keep up the great work and thank you. Thank you all. Praise be to Allah, sir. Praise be to Allah. Thank you. Uh, Sister Dr. Kenyatta. Um, one second yeah are you on are you on bluetooth or something like you you sound really far away for some reason
Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a lot better. Okay. Um, I was saying I was getting ready to cheer. I'm like, uh, Brother Wesley, um, I don't really get on much. I'm on the call every day, but I don't really speak a lot. Um, I'm not really comfortable with speaking. This is probably one of my um uh the areas that I have to work on. But um I'm glad you uh you called me. Um because that's one of the things that so many things that I get from the power call. But one of the things I get from the power call is it makes me deal with those areas of myself that I'm very I'm, I'm uncomfortable with. Um, like I said, speaking. Um, and this is something that I have to continue to work on. And by being on a power call and making myself um, make the make the uncomfortable comfortable. Um, that's one of the things that helps me with the power call. But I've been following you, Brother Ben, since um, I don't know if it was the start of digital real estate, but that's where I um, actually was introduced to you. And I was introduced to you by my son um, who was following you. And um, I've been following you since then. I mean, so much that people will call me and they'll know up. Uh, don't call, don't, don't call Kenyatta right now. She's on the power call. Or they'll be like, my daughter will call me from college, like, mommy, you're on the power call. And I'm like, yeah, I'm on the power call. I can't talk to you right now. So it's like my daily vitamin. Like every day, if I don't have the power call, it's like if I don't get on the power call, I feel like there's something missing in my life or there's something missing in my day or I didn't take that vitamin that I needed. So and it is so inspirational and inspires me. Um, it makes me check myself. Um, I learn so much about myself, about my relationship, about my children, about my life, my journey. You know, um, it helps me um, see, you know, I've been going through um, a lot, really probably prior to even getting involved in digital real estate. I've been going through just some crazy journeys in my life, you know, um, I think, um, and I can't, I'm not going to quote this right, you know, the minister talks about um, how you will be tested by loss of property, you know, loss of your finances, you know, loss of, and I know I'm getting ready to start <laughs> crying and I don't want to do that, but so anyway, but I had a really dear friend of mine my sis a sister she's like a sister to me who she just transitioned a couple of weeks ago and it's been like you know that's been a battle so even your <clears throat> your transparency with your life and your battles and your struggles and your journey, just all of that, just how transparent you are, I think is the thing that I just love, <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> and appreciate so much about you because it's one thing when people are trying to show you things and it makes it look like um, their life is perfect and they don't, they have, you know, they made it, you know, like definitely when you look on social media and things like that, people paint this picture like everything is just great. But I think I love about you is that you allow us to see your journey. So you, you, your life, you're transparent with everything that you go through, even the, 
the loss of your mother, how transparent is so touching it. And, you know, I think that's the one thing that I love so much about this power call is one, you, your transparency with your life and your growth, um, just your, you moving in your purpose, um, you allowing us to even see when you hurt, like that is so important, you know, and you, you are such, I mean, I know everyone has said it. You are so amazing just as a young brother. Like I'm so inspired. I mean, my father is following you now. My, my children are following you now. My friends, like all of these people's lives that you are touching and you probably don't even know what you're doing, like really understand how much of an effect that you have on these people's lives. So I just appreciate this platform. I appreciate what I've learned and what I'm still learning um, on this platform. And it is so amazing how I could be going through something and <clears throat> you... I'll get on the power call and it's like, you're in my mind. Like you'll put up a message from the minister and I'm like, oh my, like, how did you do that? Like, how did you know that that is what I needed? But I know it's Allah working through you because you are just a vessel. But I just appreciate this power call so much. I appreciate everyone who's on this power call. I appreciate um I, I'm I'm so excited to see where it where it goes in the future. Um, I can't wait till we have an opportunity for all of us to gather together so we can actually see each other and embrace each other. So um, I'm gonna cut it because I'm just I'm getting a little too emotional. But anyway, I appreciate you, brother Ben. Once again, I appreciate your family. I appreciate every brother and sister on this power call, and um, I'm just glad that Allah led me to you. And I look forward to um, all the things that are going to come um, in the future for the power call. All right, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for sharing. And then we have Sister Sandra. Sister Sandra. Malikum. Assalamu alaikum. Hi. This is Sister Sandra for X. I'm trying to get in the car. I'm taking my granddaughter to uh school everybody and waiting for you hey uh to call me hi everybody hi sisters and brothers uh this is your sister sandra for x i'm quiet the majority of the time but uh i am with you all the time uh if you notice uh i am so inspired about my brothers and sisters to see how intelligent my brothers and sisters really are and how strong they are. I had an opportunity to uh, get to see and meet of so many of you. I've left a lot of my uh, comments on the lectures that were played when uh, Brother X, uh, Brother Ben X and Brother Wesley, that's another thing. Um, on those lectures, I've left comments on those, and I noticed a lot of uh, brothers and sisters, they liked uh, my comments. 
I appreciate it, you all. And uh, uh, this is uh, PowerCon allowed me to do that and get to recognize how many brothers and sisters that I have that are strong and intelligent people and really love family. This shows a sign of who loves having family, love and respect. I love that. And uh, getting to know my brothers that are strong and powerful is a plus to me because, you know, we hear complaints about how the brothers not giving us what they should to the, the to the woman and uh, the woman, you know, need this attention. I'm seeing some powerful, strong brothers here. And I've recognized, and I, I even know Brother Landon, because I'm in Los Angeles, I attend that mosque. And other brothers like Brother Raza, Brother Ben, you are truly loved. I love you to death. And uh, I love your work. I love everything I've seen you do. And wherever you go, I want to follow you. And I know I'm not the only one who feels that way. I deeply love you, and I love everything you do, Brother Ben. And I'm telling you, you can have my heart. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I just—that's what I wanted to say. And I love you guys. Okay, I love all my brothers and sisters, and I want you all to know that today. Okay, peace be unto you. Assalamualaikum. Well, like salam. Thank you, Sister Sandra. Brother, you're Con welcome. Brother Clarence. Salam alaikum. How you doing, beloved? Brother, uh, may Allah bless you in this moment that you shared uh, with your mother. May Allah be pleased with her. And like the sister was saying and brothers were saying, you know, the transparency of uh, that you shared with your life allowed me to unmask myself just for a few moments, you know, but I just believe that you are doing exactly what Allah wants you to do to reach the masses through the internet. And that's what you see. We all attach to this phone, beloved. And Allah has gotten you in a position to where you can attract the masses through what they're distracted from. And now you have an attraction that has grasped those that were distracted and fallen astray. And believe it or not, I must tell the truth, but because of you and young Conda Don, you all have put, you, you, you both have put, put, you know, like a lightning bolt in my back, you know, beloved, because, you know, I'm disabled for right now temporarily uh, from a fall from work. I used to build scaffold 225 feet in the air. I fell 30 feet. So I've been, you know, on workman's comp for some time, but your program with digital real estate is where I first saw you. And, uh, you know, I wanted to jump out of my wheelchair and get back started, you know, <laughs> but it would cut my finances and I better, as my wife said, you better control the spirit and allow yourself to heal before, you know, you um, destroy our economics before it's time. But I thank you, beloved for building a bridge um, from the youth to the old, to the older brothers and sisters um, and being a voice 
uh, to reckon with and a power to reckon with. And we're behind you, beloved, and we're pushing the youth. And I'm living vicariously through you as a youth, as a, a young soldier when I was 21, seeing myself with the fine energy that you have. So may Allah bless you and uh, continue to do what you're doing. I'm going to be here. Um, and brothers and sisters that I know uh, that are older hear what I'm talking about. We're living vicariously through you, but we're here to support you and we'll be here. May Allah bless you. As-salamu Thank you, sir. Sister Noor. Salamu alaikum. Alaikum. All praises due to Allah, brother Ben, brother Ben. I thank Allah for you heeding the 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 call that the minister said he wanted, and he see he spoke this to everybody. He said, "Brother Ben, you're doing a good job." He said, "I would like to see this continue." So, in the process. You know, I thank you for your mother. You have my deepest condolences, you and your family. And I thought about it. I said, Brother Ben con con concluded and proceeded with the reading of the Quran. And you obeyed, you obeyed the call and are and is consistent with it every week. So day by day and you know, hour by hour, and it takes time and it's patience and everything. And what I experienced on the power call is love. I, I've experienced no division. I experienced um, true, you, it's true, true love, truth. And um, Sister Yosina and all the rest of the sisters, your wife, uh, the believers who come on and and give their version or their view of what they feel and how they learn and, and how it's bettering us as a people. I believe that um, we just got to keep this going and keep it going uh, and invite, you know, keep inviting more people on the line so that they can experience the same experiences that we are. And thank you. And I also wanted to know, I heard the minister say that he wanted uh the violin concerto to be played throughout all the prisons. So I want to know if it could be played on the power call because <laughs> this is like a prison without walls. You know, we able, we own the call and we able to express what we feel in our hearts and our minds and souls on this line. I, I just want to hear that. I want brother B, I want it to be brother on brother B in the power call for us to literally just hear it and, and I listen to it. And once I listen to it, Allah opened me up. He said, now this is what he wants, how he wants to use our black men so that they can uh, come up out of this world life, you know, because music is, is messages in music. So I don't know, but um, think about it. Assalamu alaikum. Love you and your family, and congratulations on your new uh, child. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Thank you. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> just, just, uh, just send it to me, and uh, we can see about maybe playing it at the end on one of the uh, prior calls. 
All right, that was the last one that I saw. If anybody else doesn't have anything that y'all would like to share, anybody else going once, going twice before we close this thing on out. I would like to say, man, I uh man, I appreciate y'all. Um, man, a lot of something, man, because I really didn't know that today was the day. I really thought it was the 17th. And um Something yesterday said, man, let's just do a, you know, let's just do some feedback. You know, everybody just get everybody feedback. I know everybody don't put their testimony inside of the thing. Let's just do that. And then I woke up this morning and as I'm coming into the room, I'm looking at my Facebook and I see this post by my Annie. And she said, it's been one year since my sister been gone. That I, and I said, what? Oh, man, it was the 15th. So I saw the obituary. There it is. The fifth. I've been in my mind. Saying it's the 17th for some reason. But uh, this power call, man, hearing the feedback and hearing how everyone has grown has truly uplifted my spirits, man, and and got me on a high and got me motivated and, and inspired. So this is something that I needed, you know. So uh, Allah set this thing up. He said, all right, now you're going to play this when, I, when you find out about it, but then we're going to have this to follow up. So it, it really did, and I appreciate everybody for sharing your thoughts and um, how you are uh, being being lifted up and you growing through this through this platform. And I thank you all for just really sharing how it has been impacting you, because sometimes you don't know. You don't know if the sacrifices is really paying off. You don't know if the dedication is really, really working because, you know, you see other things and, uh, you know, uh, the negativity usually spreads uh, faster than the truth and all this type of stuff, man. So just to be reminded of, hey, man, people are listening. People are growing. You know, the teachings is working for people because you, you're constantly in the battle, you know, in the comments, in the DM, this person saying it, this person challenging that. And so uh, to know people are really growing for it from it, man, is really, um, really good to know. So I thank you all for listening. I got to go get my hair cut so we can get them waves back in. <laughs> but we'll be back tomorrow. Um, uh, I don't know what we're going to do tomorrow. Um, but we're going to think about a message we're going to do tomorrow. And uh, this Friday, I'm going to strive to get a special guest on. Now, I need Coach Khan's help now. I see Coach Khan on here. But we need some help. I'm trying to get this brother on who I believe got a powerful message for us. But I just been he just been busy. I know he... He got a lot of work that he got to do, but I'm trying to get this special guest on on a Friday to give us a nice, a nice spiritual, you know, injection. So we're going to work on that. If not, we're going to, you know, rock out, you know, how we've been doing it. Uh, somebody said it's working on my Somebody said it's working. My wife is coming on YouTube and I just got a family to come as well. Wow. Praise be to Allah. There it is. We waiting on you, brother. I heard it. I, I saw the good news that you wrote. Uh, in the comments when we first came on congratulations so thank you all for listening we're going to go ahead and close out we've been on this thing we've been it's, it's like i don't know we've been sticking with two hours but it's like we we doing a consistent three hours a day i don't know what that is but we starting to creep up there on time starting to feel like old tribe days but yeah i appreciate y'all i gotta get ready to get on up out of here assalamu alaikum and y'all have a blacktastic day peace is brother ben here Brother Ben. Now Ben got a heck of a program.
lot of people listening to Brother Ben. And Ben tells them about the minister. And Ben tells them about the minister.